Welcome back, everybody, to the Cancel for Maintenance podcast. We are your hosts. I am Six. I'm MVP. And our audio wizard, Shoreline, is silently sitting in the background. Uh, if you're new to us, we talk about the gritty, non-glamorous life of aircraft maintenance. Our goal is to share our collective experience as aircraft mechanics, lend some insights, and give you that split seconds of relief in your day to possibly prevent mishap. Today, I, I don't know what, what the temperature is where some of you live, but in the areas we were at, it was about 24 degrees this morning. Yeah, when I got to work, I think, yeah, when I woke up, it was 24. And about the time I got to work, it was 30. But what's crazy is where, where Six and I reside, uh, it was clear skies, which usually means it's colder, right? Clouds clouds tend to insulate a little bit, but clear skies and a, and a bright sun all day. Deceptive. Very deceptive. <laughs> you go outside and you're going, man, that's beautiful, which it was nice outside, but but it was still chilly in the sun yes very much so and i knew it was going to be a very cold day besides the fact that my my bones are about to rattle loose from shivering so much is um there was snow or ice buildup on my windshield which hardly yeah, happens we, but around we did this time have a of frost years, last night yeah and then i walk and then uh the sun comes up it's like seven o'clock in the morning and the frost is still there just like as MVP said, like very deceptive. The sun's out. It feel it looks all beautiful, and then you see like this small layer of frost just everywhere. I'm like, how freaking cold is it right now? <laughs> and then that's when you mentioned 30 degrees. Like, oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> but yeah, it was but, chilly. Too cold to snow. Yes. Yes. And so some people say, well, how? But typically, it's a the perfect temperature for snow is about 36 degrees Fahrenheit. This- that's uh ladies from from up up in Canada help me out. I don't I don't know what the conversion is to <laughs> I mean, Celsius. No, not off the top of my head. I, I know it's <laughs> probably like zero, something close to zero. The thirty-two degrees is about zero Celsius, so about uh, three degrees, I think. I think. I'm sorry. I, I'm butchering this, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we're the- uh we're being your typical Americans right now and can't do the conversions. <laughs> <laughs> on the spot math uh shit <laughs> but what that means since winter is here that means the end of the year is upon us and it's crazy that- man this we- this year has been fast and slow all at the same time like isn't it like yeah like i'm like god i can't believe we're almost at christmas but then i'm like jesus christ we haven't hit christmas yet what's what's going on around here you know right? Like that's how the year has felt for me. I, I and I think back over the past year, and I got to tell you, this past year has felt like two years to me. Uh, there's stuff that happened in the beginning of the year where I'm like, God, that feels like that was the year prior, you know. But it was only this year. Most of the time, I have the feeling where I'm like, Oh my gosh, that happened this year. Wow, that you know, or that that just happened a month ago. No, dude, that was like eight months ago. Oh man. But this year is one of those where I'm like, that was in February of the year prior? I'm like, no, the, this year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, you know, if, if everybody else feels or has felt a similar, uh, you know, right. time warp. But <laughs> right. my, my year has felt very fast and slow. But I think it's, it's, it's this, you know, we went through a season fast. You know, or, or this, you know, summer was really quick or, or, you know, spring was slow or whatever. But I think for me, it's been weeks. Like I have to break it down even further into weeks. Like there's been some weeks that just ripped by and other ones like the one we're currently on where I'm like, this week's been a long year, you know? Yes, <laughs> very much so. And I've, I've actually shared the same thing. And think you and I were talking about this offline where like this week has probably, especially this week has been like the longest year i don't know like in a long time and it's only been a week but it feels freaking long already i gotta tell you this week has been one of those where uh where it's been very trying where where the week has said try me ho (laughs) you know uh but if there comes a week where if i ever get sent to says sensitivity training in the near future i'll know that this week 
was the reason. Was the re- was the this was the one I, I this have was a feeling. the cause that made me have to go to the sensitivity training. <laughs> uh, on that, especially, uh, that means the end of the year review time is coming, and and I feel like that's probably one of the main causes why this week in particular has been such a huge headache. Now, for some industries, like this end of year review slash end of year closeout is not such a big deal. But for a lot of industries, especially aviation and other places that deal with a lot of sales or performance metrics, this is like their one, this is like their last huzzah of the year, their last charge forward and do great things kind of thing before the end, before the actual calendar year ends. Before you close the books out. Yes. And being that this is the end of the year and closeout slash end of year reviews, this is where you as a, as a person, you as an employee, find out if you've met these goals for the year, whether you were aware of them or not. This is where managers pine for hours on performance evaluations. And this is where the bean counters start crunching all the numbers to see <laughs> what bonuses or what vacation times or incentives get doled out for the end of the year. Pine for hours, he says. Pine yeah. for hours. I pined for hours writing reviews for my team this year. I wrote novels for each person. You know what my review was? Three you want to know what it was? Three sentences. Let me tell you what it was, Six. It was eight words long. Wow. MVP is a... What was it? MVP is a... Is a personable and inclusive manager that's it end of review <laughs> wow <laughs> well, what feedback that is <laughs> holy shit i mean if that's not i'm i'm not i'm not talking shit man i mean i guess i kind of am not on you but your review oh, you can talk shit on me i mean everybody listens going jesus mvp must be a real piece of shit to get a review like that uh maybe i am maybe i am but, it, but there's it's, not- it, it's if you knew the leadership that I deal with, you're like, yeah, I expect nothing else. Like, like they didn't devote, you know, we sat down in person and talked a little bit more, but it still wasn't, wasn't great. But you know, the sad part is right. You can say, okay, they, they didn't waste their time writing a bunch of stuff because they were going to sit down with you and have a discussion. The problem with that is, is that when you go for future promotions or other jobs or out of cycle promotions or, out of cycle merit increases, regular merit increases. HR looks at what was input into the system and goes, fucking why would we approve on paying this individual that when his last few reviews have only had a sentence each and a minor sentence at that? Yeah, that, that that's what I was going to lead into. Like I was going to pretty much talk smack about people who do reviews like that because for one, it doesn't give you any sort of feedback. You as an employee doesn't tell you nothing like I'm a personable manager. Cool. What the fuck does that mean? Right. What is so that in, yeah. In our conversation though, you know, I got positive notes, but with the, um, with the, with the one area to correct. And that would be, be more forceful. Um, uh, you know, don't be afraid to, to stand in the middle of the room and scream. Like use your use your authority, be more authoritative, mm-hmm. uh, and that's fine. But that's not who I am as a person. Like I'm not like I- I'll step up and say something, but I'm not going to be like ah, oh, listen, like Sam Kinison, old <laughs> Sam Kinison sketches. Yeah. You, ever, if you know who he is, where he screams. You know, like that's not yeah. me. I'm I'm more the okay, and I'll gather everybody around. Like all right, guy, all right, team. This is the no shit fucking facts. Okay. Yeah. It sucks to hear, but it is what it is. And we're all going to fucking do it together. Right. But, but, you know, that's what I got told. But, but also like, why can't you, if you can spend the time to, to speak those nice, nice things, why can't you type it out? Yeah. And, 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 and that's exactly what I was trying to get with too. Like, as you said, like, if you got the time to, to speak to it, at least write it down, because this is going to be something you're going to use in the future, as you've mentioned, or someone like you, you change managers, you change jobs or whatever. This can be something they're going to see and read or say you go for promotions. Like you mentioned, they're like, I have no idea what to go off of with this. He's our personable action oriented manager. Cool. 
what the fuck does that mean? Personable and inclusive. Yeah. Like, what the what fuck does, that, does mean? that mean? Yeah. What does it mean? You know, and they said, well, the team loves you. He goes, they have nothing but what positive things to say about you. That's the personable side. What's the inclusive side that I involve, that I, that I get my entire team involved with stuff that I keep them in the know of everything that's going on that I go to other contracts and make sure those team members are squared away. What What's the, like just yeah. expand upon it, something shit. Yeah. Give, give me something, man. So here, here, here's an example, man, of something I would have said, right? This is me in my time in, in the core and all that. Like if I had someone like you, and I was writing your performance review, I would say something like this, like MVP is an immensely talented and effective manager who operates at a level beyond the grasp of his peers. Holy shit. Right. Yeah. Give an example, blah, 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 of whatever time or whatever thing that happened this year that you saw me come through for you on and go, holy shit. Thank, thank God he was there. He was here. Yeah. Or something like, something like, like that. that. That's what I try to do. I try like, like my, my team doesn't realize it or maybe they do. They maybe they do now if they didn't before, but I take notes throughout the year. Like I'm constantly keeping like a running running thing of notes of like, you know, okay, well that could have been just a little bit better. Or hey, here's like, damn, you, here's here's your brag. I'm writing your brag sheet for you. Like, oh my god, that guy they were there for this. They did that. I give specific examples because I feel it's a little more personal. So when they read because they know what they did, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't always know that you know what they did. Yeah. So when you give a specific example, like, oh, shit, they were paying attention. I didn't think they were fucking paying attention and noticed all that stuff. But they actually were. Man, as busy as they are, they can still they can still notice the little things, you know? Yes, exactly. Right. And, and I mean, that that's an example I would have said. I mean, I would have said something like you're a technical expert that's widely sought after for their expertise by both peers, uh, subordinates and, and uh, senior level officials. It's just saying like. You know, like if you're going to talk about it, saying that, oh, he he or she is uh, inclusive and personable, at least say something to that effect. Like when this person demonstrates such impeccable moral character that other people want to emulate where he or she does. Holy shit. OK. Um, with that said, like, so say you're the employee and uh, you want to not say challenge, but at least give them. Uh, more meat for them to say that kind of goes into like some of the things that we ourselves still kind of work around with uh, MVP mentioned about taking notes uh, not just for the people who work for you but also for yourself right uh, your accomplishments for one is something you should jot down somewhere either a notepad a, a word doc something like jot down stuff as they happen because for something you did in January, you're sure shit not going to remember all the vivid details come December unless it's something that's been driving consistently, right? Like this happens all the time, every time. And you can find some kind of metric that speaks to this very easily, stuff like that. For um, mechanics, especially like uh, planes come and go. Eventually, all the discrepancies start to blend together and look the same. So uh, having like some kind of... Uh, note or some kind of reminder or a list of your accomplishments of what you did like some of the standouts that you did even if it was something that was already outside of the reporting quarter now this is the whole year now if you something you can speak to it by all means give uh enough of a story about yourself or what you've accomplished so they're like the results of the end of year review is nothing shy of what uh you can defend if that makes any sort of sense. And you know, yeah, especially as a maintainer, because I got to tell you, when I was on the floor all the time, um, nobody, nobody knew what I, what I did. If I didn't put it on the sheet, boss wasn't going to put it on the sheet. Uh, you might say, well, that's a terrible boss. Yeah, you're probably right. But, but if they had 40 people under them and they got to write 40 reviews, I guarantee you they're not spending and devoting time or they'll devote time to their, to their um, air quotes here, friends. But yeah. if you ain't one of the in crowd, like you ain't going to get shit. So, so you, it's, it's up to you. 
I got to tell you this. So I used to deploy very heavily back in uh, my youth. And, and I came and I, for, you know, at this particular uh, place of operation, they had, it was called uh, low meets, meets, high meets, and exceeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was like, what was the, it was like un, on a, what's the word I'm looking for? Six. Un, like unsatisfactory or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So, but for years I just kept getting meets, meets, meets. And there were years where I was gone the entire year. And there were years that, you know, um, that, you know, I, 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 I worked seven days a week when I was gone, I come home and I was only going to be home 30 days and I worked seven days a week while I was at home. And I led this, you know, I led, led a aircraft in the production phase all the way from, uh, you know, putting it together, getting it through flight tests, selling it, and then packing it up and getting rid of it or, or, or flying it out and, and delivering it to the customer. Um, and I got meats and I finally challenged it one year and I said, why am I getting only meats? I've done all these things. And my boss says, well, I don't know that. He goes, you didn't put anything down. I said, yeah, but I was gone the whole year this year. You know, I was deployed. And he's like, yeah, I said, I said, so why am I, you know, I was like, he's like, right. So I don't know what you did. I said, well, I was at this undisclosed location. He's like, well, yeah, and I don't have the clearance level for that. So I can't, I can't know what you did. So this is all I can give you. I'm like, so I'm being punished for doing my job because you don't have the clearance. Great. You know, so. So if you find yourself in that situation, I'm sure there's some listeners out there that still are in that kind of a situation. Write it down and try to unclassify as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Cause otherwise you're just going to get hosed in the long run. Yeah. And I, I met you and I joked about this in a previous episode. I think when you said like, well, is you, you just told me I exceeded all your goals for whatever time frame." It's like, yeah, but I expected you to do that. So you, you, you exceeding my my expectations is is you meeting my expectations. You know what I mean? If that <laughs> man, that's so interesting. I was just having a discussion. So when we were talking, um, we were talking about a couple of uh, people that I work with, you know, o- offline right before we started recording. Um, but I was we were talking about reviews today, and I was speaking with him on it, and I was telling him, I said, man, I didn't get any top performers or excellent performers. I was only given successful performers i said but i wrote at least three top performers and four excellent performers and the rest were successful right and that's how merits are assigned and that's how promotions are given and that's how that stuff but then it goes up to the corporate pukes that nobody you've never met or seen and never will and they're like no you don't get to have any top performers or x and you can have one excellent performer but everybody else has to be successful what what you know so you're you're unfortunately in many instances your fate hangs in the balance by someone you'll never meet right um but we were talking about these reviews and he was when he was a manager he was saying he's like you know i i used to write he goes my whole team killed me i took over this team and and they were kind of underperforming and we got to a spot where we like everybody just killed it and we we 180 the department you know mm-hmm. and he's like everybody just killed it they put in the time the effort the work he goes, so I wrote him all this and, and corporate basically told him, he goes, so if everybody exceeded your expectations, that means everybody met expectations. Like that's how they fucking worded. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. Like, so if everybody exceeded your expectations, that means everybody met your expectations. Right. So they get successful. They successfully met your expectations. Like, oh, he's like no that's not how that works like works. they weren't there and then they got there i didn't think we were going to get as as far as we did this year and we when we got past that he's like right so you had the expectations so they met your expectations he says no they exceeded he's like but by exceeding that means they met are you, are you listening to me <laughs> right <laughs> are you hearing but yourself right now <laughs> like and, and people listening you know that that is unfortunately the harsh reality of of the situation. Like we've we've just I just sat here and hounded about you know your management and whatever else and not putting in the time to write you a nice review and X Y and Z. But 
But after experiencing some of the things I just spoke about where corporate tells you what you can and can't do, I have a better understanding and I sympathize with some of those people now because they're just beat beat down. Yep. They're like, why try if you're going to tell me no anyways? So I might as well just put it as and it's, it's messed up. I'm yes. not telling you this to like, so you should accept it. It's messed up. So when you're really pissed off and angry at your manager, maybe you have and probably do have a very valid reason to be, but know this, they might've gone to bat for you and gotten kicked in the dick, you know, yeah. and they're and as mad as you are, they're more mad. They're just internalizing it because they got to do the professional thing. Right. And, but and inside, I, they're they're grinding their their teeth and wondering why. Yes, absolutely. And, yes, and, and you want to tell corporate how am I to motivate these people that work for your company when this is the response given? This is the time of year you're telling us that we need to brag about ourselves and brag about our team and brag about each other. And that's where I go. Hey, I did all these great things, and six says I got all these great things, and then I go to the boss and say. Hey, I know six told you these things, but he forgot some shit. This is some other great things that he did, you know, and that's, that's what we're told to do. Only they get turned around in many instances and go, well, cool story, bro. Yeah. But where we haven't allocated for you yet. So th- this brings up to a time, another time when I was in the core, right? So we have like a ranking system. Uh, there's two brackets of it. There's uh one through five, one meaning we should kick you the fuck out and five meaning promote this motherfucker right now. And then there's another one where it's like a letter system where A meaning this dude needs to get the fuck out and G meaning this guy is basically gone. Right? So uh, A for excellent and G for gone. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like the core. <laughs> there's a A Fred verse, right? A Fred verse and G for gone. <laughs> right? But the crazy yeah. part is, is uh, the numbers and letters, they all average the same way. So like say uh, I rate this person so one through five, but the promoting system or the awarding system only recognizes uh, three and five. It's, so it's either one, three, and five. It's like, but what about twos and fours, right? <laughs> and same ways with uh, the letters, right? Like they only recognize A, E, and G. It's like, so what the fuck about the others? So I say like I, I, I average it out. I do this, do this person's performance and they come out as a four. And then they'll start asking me like, well, is it a 4.5, 4.7? It's like, no, he's like a solid four. Okay, cool. So he's a three. Like, what? No, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. He's a four. But again, going back, right? Uh, the, the awarding system only recognizes ones, threes, and fives. So uh, and it's kind of the same way. One's meaning unsatisfactory, three meaning meets, and then five meaning exceeds meets or highly exceeds meets, whatever the fuck, right? Whatever the verbiage is for people out there that have something similar. So this person's a four, a solid four. Like he's, he or she is doing fantastic, but you know they haven't had enough of a fantastic accomplishment to kind of push them toward, more towards the five. But four's pretty fucking good if you ask me. But if it's, if all the math widgets and it's a 4.4, then they automatically get rounded down to a three. I was like, well, that's some fucking bullshit. (laughs) Well, so that's the, that's the side of it, right? So, okay. We have this numbering system one through five, but the system only recognizes one, three and fives. So, so then you submit your, you're like, okay, well, I'm only going to write enough for a three. I'm not going to spend I'm not going to spend four hours writing a synopsis on a, on a dude who's only going to get a three. Yeah. You know? And so I guess where I'm going with it is like in my situation with the top performers, excellence performers. So you put all this stuff up, man, you write all these beautiful accolades. Like, dude, I got, I've had the dictionary sat there next to me looking up big words, you know, uh-huh. to use and look all professional and stuff. Only we get told, no, thank you by somebody that my team's never met nor have I ever met. But then I want to go, okay, okay. Why don't you tell me what I can have? Why don't you tell me how many top performers, how many excellent performers I can have? And then I will write those accordingly and, and everybody else I'll write to a successful. And they go, 
they go, well, you, you don't know what you get. I'm like, but you're, you know what you're going to give me. Don't, don't fucking play stupid. You know what you're going to give me. So just tell me, do I have a chance? Tell me what I'm allotted this year. Oh, well, see, since last year, we skipped you over on the TPs. Now this year you get two TPs and, and no EPs and everybody's successful or one TP, one EP, everybody else successful. Okay, well, at least then I can narrow it down. Like, it's still cooked. Yeah. But at least I can narrow it down and go, okay, now I know I'm allotted one of each. So now the two that I had pitting against each other, now I really need to scrutinize them and see who who comes out over top. Let me do the, let me, let me weigh it out, you know? Right. But, <laughs> but then when you go, no, everybody's successful and you go, and you get, when you're doing the end of year reviews and you get feedback and they go, successful, huh? Well, I, I feel like I, and, and then I had one person, I feel like, and they go, no, I know I did all these other things above and beyond whatever. And I'm like, that you did as I wrote in your review. And they're like, so why? And you have to sit there and literally explain to him. I don't hold anything back from my team. I'm like, because corporate said I could only have this. And they're like, well, that's fucking stupid. And I'm like, it is stupid. I was like, I'm just being honest with you. I know it's not what you want to hear. I know it's not what I want to tell you. But it is what it is. I'm being open and honest with you. So, you know, they go, so what's the point of me staying here? And I'm like, all I can tell you, man, is I appreciate what you've done. And I will try to out a cycle, a merit or promotion, whatever, as soon as I can. Unfortunately, I am strapped at this time. Right. My hands are bound by the corporate chain. Right. And then that's know, a- and, But then you want to go to corporate and go, then you, then you piles have the audacity to email me. What can we do to increase employee retention around here? I was just well, about to say that. <laughs> not do the shit you're doing. You know, like. <laughs> it was just like, about I'm, to say I'm that. choking my microphone right now. Six, like pretending it's them. Like, oh, you piece of <laughs> but, it, but it's true. And, and this is not just felt in our area of expertise. This is all throughout the aviation industry and oh, yeah, other places. It's, right. So like yeah, we're very constricted work. and we want to try to do this. Right. And. It's it, it comes down to sometimes like they'll say, okay, we'll give you the one, but it has to be freaking gold, right? Like some solid gold shit. And so like now you're really scrutinizing this per the the your tarp performers, like their area of responsibilities, the stuff they've accomplished. Um like you've given them solid feedback of what they should do to improve and stuff like that. And like you're just really trying to polish it up as best as possible. And you send it up for for approval or a corporate review or whatever the case may be. And then it comes back as like, well, sorry, not good enough. I'm like, well, then what the fuck was that all for? Right. I, well, I've had to, I've had to do something similar of this where, um, uh, I had, they said, or I've had some people who were like freaking badass, like straight up top notch performers. I, I felt these pre- people rated end of year awards, like straight up, like stuff coming from the top saying, here's your medal or here's your, your recognition or whatever the case may be, you deserve this. Thank you for your time. They, I felt full on felt they deserved. And I wrote them up good. Like I had some college level people, like smarter college level people, like help me write this out with the dictionary and the thesaurus and like power words as they call it. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure if you ever, anyone's ever heard of that power words. Yeah. Where like, where like someone was uh, doing so amazing and the resume or the write up just punches you in the face. It's just that good. And then, I send this up the line and it's like, sorry, not good enough, not enough metric or some other excuse. I'm like, well, what the, f- what the hell was all that for? Now, consequently, uh, it, it, this is kind of going into the second part of the episode, but consequently, when uh, you're trying to prove that you guys did something because your awards or your incentives or whatever the, whatever the pot of money that gives people these fat bonuses gets cut. Now you're trying to justify shit. You know, you know what I mean? It's crazy how topsy turvy mm-hmm. everything turns when, when, uh, when you're feeling when you're sitting good and you can kind of dull it as you see fit or you lord over this pot of money and you already kind of allocate it out to who gets what. To when it's starting to come under threat and now you're trying to incentivize and prove to whatever authority that you did amazing jobs, your people did amazing jobs, and then now you're trying to throw everyone up the ladder like. Like any and anyone got any any people that deserve to be employee of the year, send them up. 
You guys got anyone that need that deserves a commendation medal? Send them up. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a great point. I had this year. I had, I've had two employees of the month via the whole program, and two employees of the quarter via the entire sector. Right, the entire division. Yep. The entire. You, I don't know, whatever you want to hell, whatever the entire, whatever, the entire battalion, whatever you want to call it, you know what yeah. I mean? But um, I've had, I've had, and I've submitted every month, you know, somebody for something and you sometimes you get beat out. But I've, we've had, we've had success in that we had, uh, we had um, two employees in the month and two employees of the quarter. And those people you would think would be at least excellent performer rated. Yep. Nope. Only successful. Wow. And that's the stuff they put on their brag sheet for about themselves. Hey, I got this this year and this, this year and this and that. So they go. So, but when they get that, they see the review and they go, Oh, so, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Why? Why? And so they start going that back to the episode of soft quitting. We talked about, Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to be over here acting my wage. Uh, I'm going to go do what a successful performer does. That's what I heard a lot of today yeah. from one of my, and I, I could tell uh, you know, she was very frustrated and I could tell and I, and I sympathize and I did my best, but you know, it was one of those and, and she wasn't taking her frustrations out on me. She's like, well, I guess I'm going to go over here and do this because that's what a successful performer does. Or I'm only going to do this because, well, I'm only a successful, you know? Yeah. And, and it's just, it's not, it's not right. And it's, I don't know. I think there's a, I've been trying to, I've been thinking about it for a long time and I'm trying to figure out why it's that way in these merit promotions, whatever you want to say. And I think there's a sweet spot. A company needs to be a certain size for certain merits so a company a certain size and they can afford to have company vehicles for you and they can afford to give out, you know, I've heard, I've heard the boomer generation talk about, man, we used to get 60 and $70,000 bonuses. That's cool. I got an after tax bonus of $250. So I'm glad you got all that shit for years and years. And when you finally got into position of power, decided that wasn't going to be a thing anymore and made it a one size fits all bonus. You communist pricks. Um, <laughs> But, but, you know, there has to be a sweet spot where a company is a certain size to have those amenities, to give out larger bonuses, to give out better promotions, to give out a cheaper insurance rate, or maybe they pay for the insurance. So you don't, you, the employee, don't have to pay for anything, or maybe they have a 401k and a pension. But I think as the companies get massive and international, all those niceties dwindle. Because, well, we just can't, it's just too much to do for people in this many people in these many locations. So it just dwindles down to here's the bare bones, uh, you know, eat a dick and be grateful for the opportunity. (laughs) But then on the other side, if a company's too small, they don't have the budget or capital asset to be able to pay for all those things either. Right. So I can tell you in my career, it's been either the very, small company that couldn't afford anything or the large company that because it was so large, they chose to go the cheap route. Yep. I haven't had that sweet spot. So uh, I've, I've seen some experiences with the large companies, not really large, but fairly large where they would rather invest that time and money and effort in whatever it is they're making versus the people who made it or the people they rather invest the, the stuff into what they're doing versus the people who are making the do happen. Right. Uh, I, I remember I'm reverting a lot back to the military time where like uh, it comes time for the end of year. And a lot of service members can say this where you just get a lot of mandatory fun days, right? That's your reward is a mandatory fun day for crushing it for the year, for crushing it for the quarter, for the month, whatever. They say like they throw onto like an operation schedule, like, oh, we want to fly 3,000 hours in one month. And it's, they kind of like hold your free time hostage for you guys to actually do it. And so 
in order to air quote win back your your free time, you guys killed it, you crushed it, you hit the three thousand hours. And instead of like saying, okay, maybe this this uh hoorah freaking surge was enough for one time, now they have like they have like this feeling like, okay, here's your mandatory fun day to kind of appease you in some way, shape, or form. And oh, by the way, this is gonna be the new norm because we know how much we can squeeze out of you. Right. And I kind of feel like this is uh, uh, the same way when it comes to uh, awards reviews or end of year reviews is like if you're grateful for having the successful, even though you've exceeded expectations, then we know just how much we can push you and you'll be fine with it. Uh, That's a terrible way of looking at it. Uh, I think you and I have talked about that way back in some early episodes. Yeah. uh, When we were at the last place where it was the. Well, because you've jumped through hoops every time and made it work, the hoops are now the norm. Yeah. No, no, that's we jumped through hoops because the process was messed up or we didn't have the right equipment or whatever else and blah, and we had to make it work to meet your schedules. So what you were supposed to do then is go out and say, whoo, okay, let's go pick up this piece of sport equipment or whatever else. We don't run into that again. Instead, it becomes, oh, well, you did it once without us having to spend any money. Why can't we do it again? Right. Well, well case because in point, it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, case in point, a uh, small time example was the tug you mentioned uh, time and again about having to use a pair of pliers to do the the stop and go. You know? I don't think I'll ever forget that tug for as long as I'm. <laughs> right. I have and a I'm, cognitive memory. <laughs> it, it's a core memory achieved. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like what 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 valid piece of information got booted from my brain? So I could remember that tug. Like, I'm sure I missed. I'm sure I lost like some small math equation. Uh, Triple did go. No. (laughs) (laughs) So for the mechanics out there or for all the specialists out there, I mean, this episode has been seeming pretty bleak. Like, well, screw it. If that's what they're going to do, then I shouldn't like, no, no, no. Stop, 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 stop. Uh, That doesn't mean uh, be mediocre, right? If you know you're killing it, then freaking kill it. Um, do your best, do your absolute best. But again, this goes back to the documenting things. Every time you do work on an asset or on a, a piece of gear, you always document it. So do the same thing for yourself. I did this. I document this for myself, whatever shape, way or form it is. Because uh, as we alluded to in the pre- in the beginning of this episode, like your manager, your boss, your supervisor is not going to know everything. As much as some of them may feel that they're omniscient or all- ever present and ever knowing, they're not. And uh, you get enough people who just want to say, screw it all. I'm just going to be six, be the number three, be su- just bare bones successful. Everything starts to blend. And unless like you're like freaking destroying all achievements or all that you're set out to do, or you're just being a class A mishap walking, that's the only time they're going to remember you. So having the documentation to, to, Prove what you've done not only sets you apart because you're actually keeping track of what you did, it also sets you up for a end of year review and then b possibly when you move on to greener pastures, whatever that may be, either another position within your company, uh, another organization altogether, or just rebooting life and starting a whole new career. Like it has to have something to base itself off of, <laughs> and. Yeah, we painted a pretty bad picture about it. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. You're always going to hit that glass ceiling. Like, well, I mean. No, I I, I mean, I mean yeah, we say that, but I, I'm not trying to bring people down here. What I'm saying is, is that, you know, uh, it also depends on. It also depends on who, who you know and who's really looking out for who. Um, yes. Uh, what's it? Uh, the the prior. It's who you know and the priorities of the organization, right? Because if you can uh, attune to the priorities, like you can speak to it and you can address it and you you kind of, eh, this is kind of terrible for me to say, but if you got you got to know how to how to do the dance, then there's there's that's less for someone to talk negatively about you. We we had this one person who we who worked with us. Uh, he was an avionics tech and. He would always get good kudos for everything he did. Everything. And he he was very knowledgeable. And he did all the things he, he did right. But he also used the the only in the uh what's it? The amount of effort necessary to get it done. He did, did 
he did not do more than that. He didn't stay late. He didn't go above and beyond. He just like, I did it for what the job really needed me to do. And the best part about it, what's, what really got him noticed is he communicated it every single time. Like, uh, whenever he finished the job, he would shoot out an email or, or send an, uh, a notification to everybody like, hey, finish this. Boom. Hey, finish this. Notif- uh, w- uh, observe this or found this issue working it. Some shit, right? And I was like, wow, this guy's really good to go. Like, uh, he, he's finding an issue. He's chasing it down or he sent it up blind for someone else to know. And every single time come review time exceed or uh like excellent performer or top performer and he did nothing different except that he communicated up the line or laterally and vertically like and everyone gets all pissed like what the fuck man like you take your breaks when you're supposed to you take your lunch when you're supposed to you don't stay late you don't come early what the fuck how is it you're getting all this shit and i'm not and he straight up said it to one person i think before he finally moved on to a different job he says I just use my mouth, <laughs> you know, like I open up of whatever I see and find like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it was. I think you and I know who we're talking about here. MVP, but yeah. Yeah. We, I, I definitely do. Um, I, you know, and, and, and that's, you say, okay, well, cool. He spoke up and he got taken care of, but you know, I, I know I'm also the type of, I, I wish that as my leader, you would, recognize what I'm doing. Like, okay, I'll write it down for you, but it would be nice if you would, you should already know what I'm doing. You know, you should already be tracking. I guess it'd just be, it's like, I know what I've done, but it'd be nice to hear that you know what I've done. Right. Yeah. It's almost like giving them the answers to the test. Like, write your brag sheet. And you're like, why don't you, why don't you tell me what you know? Yeah. Probably chances are you don't know a lot. Right. Or, or they that's try- when they start doing the copy and paste from Google, you know, like they find uh year end review generic format. You insert name have done miraculously this year or whatever you said earlier, you know, six, you said it really well, but it's one of those, like you just fill in the name. Yep. <laughs> but, but you know, one of, one of my, <laughs> one of my analysts today and she was working another program, she got, a review a few years back while she was there and it started off saying her name and halfway through it changed to a different name. <laughs> so like they, they copy and pasted and got lazy halfway through and didn't and forgot to change. So she's like, Oh, that's cool. They just copy and pasted somebody else's and put it in mine. <laughs> I was like, well, the chances I was like, this is, this doesn't make you feel better or not, but maybe it'll make you laugh. I was like, chances are, uh, the person they wrote it about was copy and pasted from them from somebody uh, else, you know, like yeah, or or they they yeah, <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> like that would piss me off. Like MVP did excellent this year. MVP did this, that, the other. Six was really good at making sure that the aircraft got out of the gate on time. And I'm going reading to him like, why is six in my review? Like I know, I know six is done too, and I want him to get good stuff. But this one's about me, not him. And that's how my review went. I got to hear about my counterpart more than I got to hear about me. And I was like, "Oh, this is fun, right?" <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but essentially, it was one of those like, "Yeah, just try to get them up to your level, this and that and the other." Yeah, they're doing good, but you need to do this that. And I'm like, "You just said they're doing good." but they need to get to my level, but you haven't told me that I've done good. Okay. Well, if it looks like I'm over here in the corner, fucking myself, it's because I am <laughs> because I am, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, I don't know. Sorry, everybody. Uh, it, we're making jokes about it, but like, like I said, I, I mean, it can be, it can be direct management's fault. From from recent experience, I can I, I can honestly tell you that a lot of the issues come from somebody you'll never meet, or a lot of the decisions made are coming from somebody you'll never meet. And know that your manager went to fight for you and fought for you time and again, even when told no several times, only to basically you know get told to kick rocks and pound sand. You're a nobody, um, and they're giving you a a review that they didn't want to give you. Cause they wanted to give you something better. Right. Yep. And that, and I, I've, I've had to bite the bullet on that one myself a couple of times. 
Uh, what, what interests me too is uh, some of our patrons who were former Air Force or currently in the Air Force, they've uh, mentioned uh, like their ev- performance reviews or their evaluation reports. Like it's supposed to be written by their seniors, but they write it on themselves. I'm like, I don't understand that. I don't get it. Like what? So you're, you're writing your own review for someone else to just kind of rubber stamp on it. And, and it, 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 it threw me for a loop, and then you mentioned oh, you did you did the same yeah. thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, you can. And here, I'll, I'll give everybody a piece of advice. Don't write your review when you're having a bad day. That's what I did. That's what I did. Uh, I had had a real, real crappy couple of weeks. Six remembers back in these times, and it all culminated on a Friday afternoon. And I was basically like, okay, I think I'm going to write my review now. And I put in there, basically, I, I let some of my subordinates read what I wrote about myself. And they looked at me, they're like, are you okay? It was a scathing review of myself. But all things that I had heard throughout the year. And, you know, all things that I had heard. Um, I'm not perfect. You know, I, I do make mistakes. Um but some of the, a lot of the things I got bad comments on were the projects that, when Six and I have talked about this, where they say, go do this and give you absolutely zero guidelines on what to do. And then when you give them a product, they shit all over it and tell you what a piece of shit you are. So I put all the things that I had negative I had heard throughout the year, over the course of the year. And I wrote those as, as I was saying those about myself. And I thought, man. Any manager who reads this is going to be like, hey, we need to sit down like now and have a discussion because this this isn't good, you know? Yep. Um, but what I got out of it was my one sentence review. Wow. So that tells me that it wasn't even read. Um, but by the same token, uh, tomorrow I have drafted an email. Tomorrow I will be asking for feedback from now i oh, i do this when i sit down from everybody individually but some people then i know my team pretty well they don't like to converse face to face so much they clam up um but they're very articulate typing you know yeah uh in an email so i'm going to shoot an email team hey i'd like if you want to uh you can email me back just to me and just you know you can give me some feedback on how you thought i did this year what did you like what didn't you like what would you like to see me continue doing? What were, what do you, what would you like me to implement? What would you like me to, to modify? You see what I'm trying to do and you think it might be okay, but it could benefit from me doing this, doing it this way. And I hope to take that and, and, and build myself as I move into the new year here. But, um, you know, uh, I will tell you all, all you maintainers out there, uh, if your boss asks you for feedback, I mean, give it to him. Don't be a dick about it. You can be tactful and professional, but like, well, unless they're treating you like a dick, then by all means, be a dick about it. You know, if you don't <laughs> care about your job or whatever, but, but you can be tactful about it. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, I'd like some feedback. Oh, okay. Excellent. Well, uh, there was an incident back summer when we had this engine issue and I was working on troubleshooting it. And, uh, and I was taking longer than you thought I should have, despite the me giving you constant updates on the progress and where I was at. And uh, essentially, it seemed like you were questioning my my ability and my skill set. Um, I'd like to see you approach that from a different angle. Hey, I know we got schedules to meet, and you think I'm taking too long. Don't come and go. What the is taking you so long, piece of shit? You you should already know this. Come up. Hey, where are you at with this? I know I saw your progress reports. Is there a hand I can jump in here? Can I jump in and give you a hand somehow? Maybe mm-hmm. I can teach you something without making it seem like I'm teaching you something. Maybe you can teach me something. You know, right. like maybe you can actually, maybe I'll actually learn why this is taking longer than it should. Um, uh, that was a real life experience. I got, I got in one of my reviews in the past, I got kind of, my manager basically said I was uh, useless to the customer. I found this out via the customer 
Um, and they basically put me on a work pause when they drove from the Northeast to the Southeast. I had to go on work pause for 16 hours for them to show up and go, Oh wow. You weren't really kidding. This thing is messed up. You, you didn't believe me on the phone when I told you, you didn't believe me in my emails when I told you, when I told you how intermittent this shit is and, and I'm slowly figuring out what's causing it, but you didn't believe me. You, you put me on blast to the customer. You made me sit around for 16 hours while you drove down here just to go, wow, you ain't kidding. All right, well, I just continue on doing what you're doing. And then they jumped in their vehicle and drove all the way back northeast. Wow. So what I'm saying is, I've got a lot of tangents today, everybody. Sorry about this. Um, uh, uh, be, be honest in your feedback. Hey, you know, these end of years aren't just for you. It's also for your boss. Yep. And your boss. Yeah, that's boss. It. <laughs> and, and, and you know, just walk up. Hey, man, I just want to let you know you've done good this year. Here's some things you can improve on, blah, blah, blah. So we're all good, right? Yeah, actually, real quick, I do have some notes for you. And if your boss didn't want to hear notes about them, might want to request a different boss. Yeah, or, you know, start taking it to other channels, you know what I mean, to get that fixed. But, yeah, that that's definitely a thing. Like, just just as much as your you require some feedback about your performance, your boss might, might want some about his, his or hers, whichever, uh, whatever the case may be. Be, and that kind of gets into the whole communication piece, which we have been constantly harping on. Like if the communication flows up, down, sideways, up and whatever, everything runs that much more smooth or at least smoothish because now, now you're understanding what has been done already. You're understanding what needs to get done still and what sort of plans you guys can formulate to get there. Right. As MVP has mentioned, right? Like, uh, see this from a different point of view. This is how you're doing. Maybe you can do this better, or maybe you're doing this excellent, and you just need to dial it back just a smidge, right? Because like it's a, a, li- a little too much enthusiasm, right? I've done that too, where I came in there guns blazing, all the initiative there can be, and like well, that was great, just a hair under, just go down just a smidge, a little too much, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, we we've done that ourselves too. We come in there charging bulls in a china shop. And they say, like, well, can you be at least a small bowl? <laughs> yeah. Can the china be made of plastic? <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. as far as as far as you yourself, uh, besides giving the feedback and recording your stuff, uh, always plan for the next step, whatever that is, right? Is it where to be improving a skill set, whether it be learning some other stuff, like tacking on some extra yep. education. That's an excellent um, point. Uh, uh, getting introduced to someone who might know a job better or someone who can uh, like help you be more familiar with something, whatever the case may be, right? Just have that in your head already and have a plan to do it. Because yep. if your boss has to be the one to crack it to you, it's probably going to not come in the way you, you expect. <laughs> and it may come off as like you being thought of as incompetent, right? But if you already have that, you already have that notion that it's coming you already have that notion that you have a plan in place. You just kind of need to formally hear it or formally hear it. And then now you just kind of say, okay, do I pick my, do I pick the next step or we kind of have to action plan this together? kind of like a counseling session or a coaching session or some shit. Right. right. Uh, just don't, don't wait for that to happen to you. Kind of have that idea code happening already, or at least thought of already. And then, uh, ask for help if you need it, right? If your manager can help you, by all means. If that person is kind of sort of not on the uh, on the feedback end or the helping hand end, other than say for a few small circle of individuals, then then seek out whatever you can, right? Either self educate or see find a mentor or or uh, not saying go over your boss because then they'll really put you in a hurt. But uh, someone that, that that you can trust that can act, give you good, honest uh, feedback and actually help you to do something. I, I think yeah. Be- uh, and, and, and here's one thing I'll say. If you see your, your uh, coworker doing something good, uh, either jot it down for them or let them know. Cause they might not remember either that they did something good, but, but they might remember if somebody came up and said, Hey, six, you, you, you killed it on that prop install to like, I've never seen it go so smooth. Wow. Like that was, you know, amazing. And and because of that, 
XYZ happened. We were actually able to come in under budget and on time due to your, your skill set. Oh, huh. I actually for, had forgotten all about that. Like, like help each other, right? Like, yes. Like, I feel like I, you remember things more if somebody tells you that you did good. Right. Um, like, oh, okay. I remember that was something you and I did for a bunch of other individuals. Like, uh, it would just be like a passing mention, like, like, hey, you get like, like, so um, they'll be having like some maintenance meetings or some kind of turnover meetings. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, MVP and uh, Shoreline over here, they did a fantastic job getting this plane out the door today. Like, it was possibly going to be late. They had some problems, but they got, they worked through it and they got it off on time. Like, oh, oh, okay, right? You get enough of those, right? Even amongst your peer group. And eventually it's going to be so uh, open that it's very hard to not notice it. Right. And at the very least, at least it builds that team uh, network where like you guys can trust each other and build each other up kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I know in like our maintenance meetings we would do every day, we would, we would actually have mentioned, you know, as we're going down through priorities and say, okay, we got the tail number, you know, one, two, three. Uh, speaking of tail one, two, three, last night we had this uh, real special testing event. Um, it was a basket case. Engineering showed up missing uh, you know, a grip of components. They weren't prepared. Our guys uh, uh, researched, ran inside, did the research, basically set the engineers up for success, and then were able to complete the test points with 100% success rate. Um, and, and they made it happen for you guys. So I'd like to give a kudos, and I would do that in front of all of management to include the VP. You know, hey, these names specifically are what or why I'm able to give you positive news right now. Yeah. Um, that, that's important too. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And then, then that's something you can possibly put on a performance review too, be it yourself or maybe your manager, if that manager is open-minded enough to not freaking shaft you. Maybe that's, maybe that's my inclusivity. <laughs> maybe, 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 right? <laughs> it all comes full circle. Oh my God. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but I mean, long, for your, in your case, long story short, that was a pretty trash review. Maybe elaborate, just maybe, can you give me at least three sentences, you know, make it a paragraph kind of, even if it's a tiny one, you know, like hey, can you straight- give me some specifics of what you actually liked that I did this year? I definitely yeah. heard the things you didn't like. Uh, why is it so easy to hear the things? It's one of those no news is good news, right? Well, if I don't talk to you, that means everything's going well. How about you still talk to me if things are going well, bitch? You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like freaking polish my, my self-esteem a little bit. Something shit. <laughs> Right. Or the, or at least give me like the, the second well, graders version of a paragraph like today was Sunday, period. I like Sunday, period. Sundays yeah. are fun, period. And end project. Like I mean you, Yeah, would have been nice to hear like <laughs> it would have been nice to hear something in there like without your personality or person personability, is that a word? Yeah. Uh, and inclusivity, uh we would have lost uh we would have you know, attrition at more than 70% of the team this year. That would have been nice to hear. Yeah. I definitely did the math on that myself. <laughs> did I put it in my review? No, I didn't. Cause I, 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 I wrote it on an angry day. Don't do what I did. Um, and every listening is probably going, well, MVP is probably where they've got one stupid fucking sentence because you wrote nasty shit about yourself. Well, that one sentence wouldn't say, uh, is personable and inclusive. It would have said, agreed, you're a POS, you know, like. <laughs> Actually, you did have something like that, but maybe not to that effect, but it was like, concur with uh, Raiders comments. Like, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> That's more or less what I got. Like, concur. Cool. I mean, I'm sorry I bothered you for all of five minutes of your freaking life. <laughs> yeah, sorry I exist. <laughs> Existence is pain, Jerry. <laughs> Existence is pain, Jerry. I, totally I just want to die. About, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> your fairies are your own old man. That's yeah. good. It could have literally said any of those, and I would at least laughed about it because I would have thought of that show. But your failures are your own MVP. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean you're right, but you're right, I guess. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> well, this has been fun. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, been good. Uh, any final thoughts at all, MVP? Uh, take take notes for yourself. Take no, notes for your teammates. Uh, no matter how big or small your accomplishment, you you know. It, well, hell, actually, here's one you could put on there. Showed up on time every day. Not one, not one sick call out. Because actually, for me, that would help and go as I think back over there. Damn, that person, I could go back and and that's actually something I could validate because I could go look at your time card. You could say, well, why don't you do that anyways? And repeat, well, there's only so many hours in a day, but it would jog my memory to go, oh, is that right? And I go back, son of a bitch, they did not call out one day this year. And in fact, they work a grip of overtime when others wouldn't. Okay, definitely to the top. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so notes for yourself, notes for your teammates. Um, make sure you give your manager feedback on how they're doing, and uh, and give uh, a goal for yourself moving into the new year. And, and your manager should take notice of that and and work and at least ask you what can be done to help you achieve that goal. And then that's something you can do progress checks on as the year goes. Uh, um, do not, despite negative comments and bad things that happen, because look, it's going to happen. You know, hopefully not when I say bad things, I don't mean like loss of life and limb. I mean, I mean like you had a, you had a shit day mm-hmm. and you're going to have those days. Don't write your review when you're angry. Don't do it. Yes. <laughs> I, I did it. I got to tell you, I was seething as I was typing that thing out. Oh, it's, if I ever get to chance six, I'll let you read it. <laughs> Most definitely. But, I'm a, I'm a, I got to see this now. Yeah, uh, but but yeah. Um, don't do that. Uh, walk away, come back, and then write it. And then my suggestion would have a trusting team member that to read it for you and say, well, that's all very good. You know, it'd be a better word to use here is this. And Hey, don't forget that. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Make sure you just get as, as thorough as possible. Um, if nothing else, I'll say this, right? Say, so, well, six MVP, you guys just talked about how we, you put all these niceties down, but they, you still didn't get, you know, what you were worth or what you felt you were worth or whatever else. Write your, write your review on yourself. And this is how I try to write them for my own people that you can copy and paste that verbiage out and throw it on a resume. Yes. Exactly worst, I mean, I mean, worst case scenario, I'm not advocating people just jump and ship all the time and whatever else. But, but if you feel your growth is stagnated where you're at and you have to move on for, for career progression, write them and save them as yourself use them as your resume and then, and then add those as like maybe a cover sheet points as you're interviewing for the new place. Absolutely. Or, yes. or keep them and use them. And then I, I try to use them as um, when I've had some of my teams say, Hey, I'm interested in applying over here. And I was, Oh, you want a letter of recommendation? You know, I always offer that. And they're like, Oh, w- would you mind? Yeah, not a problem. And I will go back to those reviews and I will pull Keep items out of that when I write a letter of recommendation. Yes, that's that's it. That's exactly it right there. So think of your reviews and your bullet points and your brag sheets and everything as a as a multi tool. Yes, um, you know. Yep, that nail on the head on that one. Uh, the only thing I really have to add to uh, all the good stuff MVP has mentioned is uh, just have a plan, like uh, plan ahead. Uh, if you know your reviews is going to be XYZ or you have a feeling that these reviews are going to be something you're going to be using for uh, promotion, uh, awards recommendation, uh, as a resume to move on, just have a plan of what you need to do next, right? Seek out whoever you need to, uh, take whatever uh, classes or, or fill the gaps as you need to. Don't don't wait for the that that feedback, however positive or negative, to tell you what to do. It should be more like a reassurance of what you already know, right? Or at least you can kind of see it coming. Uh, for those individuals who are kind of just meh and want to just kind of stay where they're at, I mean, by all means, like 
it, it's kind of nice to know that you're doing a great job besides seeing the paycheck. I mean, that's up to you more than anything. But for all the motivators out there, especially like uh, the women uh, service members who are recently out of the service or or about to uh, leave the service, we have a grant out there right now for those of you who are pursuing a career in aviation maintenance. This is partnered with the Women Rock Wings organization. Uh, so head on over to our Instagram page or their Instagram page. Uh, see the the grant. Oh, man, you're you're sorry to cut you off. Your brag sheets can work when applying for that grant. Yes, exactly that. That's, that's exactly right. that. Exactly that. So hint, hint, wink, wink. If you're a women's service member, you're out. You just recently got out or you're about to get out. Use all that all that good stuff that you've done that you've used for your your uh, performance reviews, your resumes, your brag sheets, all of that. Visit us on our Instagram or visit the Women Rock Wings organization Instagram page. Find that grant, throw all that ju- all that juice in there, and and maybe you be the recipient of the fir- of the grant. This is also the grant that we, uh, for the first time ever, have collaborated with an organization to put this out. And this is kind of our way as our personal experience to not only share our knowledge with all of you, but also to give back to you so that you can make everything better and not and give you that less of a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Help help you pursuing your own career goals and and achieve those. Um, if we can alleviate that in the slightest, yep. um, we're here for it. Yep. And that's all part of your action plan, which you already knew, right? We're reaffirming this. <laughs> right? So head on over to that. That's uh, that's uh, something that we've been really wanting to do for ourselves. And that's actually a goal we've hit for ourselves is to partner with somebody to make a grant. And we're hoping to do more and roll into the new year with more goals set for ourselves and for the show itself. And all of it really is just in, co- in some form of contribution back to you all as the listeners. Ah man, I'm all heartfelt now. Like oh, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you all again for listening, and we'll catch you all on the next on the next episode. Bye, everybody. We would like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners. With special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Eric Shaw, Dan Schubert, Ryan Frushauer. Kyle Keir, Mike Sherwood, Caleb Stockhill, and Jennifer Brofer. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage. If you like our show, please support us on Patreon. You'll receive awesome perks like access to our private Discord, discounts and early access to our merch, first glimpse of our comics and other projects, and so much more. You can further support us and show off your prowess as an aircraft specialist by visiting our shop at cancelformaintenance.com. If you like classy or rugged watches, visit our affiliate Rockwell Time at rockwelltime.com. Use the code CX, the number 4MX, to save 10% off your total order. If you have suggestions for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us a line on our contact us section at cancelformainness.com and we'll do what we can to get both your ideas and yourself on the show. Please support us on social media like Facebook at Cancel for Maintenance. Instagram at C-A-N-X for Maintenance Podcast or Twitter at C-X-M-X Podcast. Please check out our new comic series on the Tapas app. Like, share, subscribe, and comment on our comics. Let us know what you think. Thank you all so much for your support and listenership, and we will catch you all next time.